Welcome back to Pivot to Positivity with your hosts, Mina and Kawhi. <laughs> Welcome back to Pivot to Positivity with your hosts, Mina and Kawhi. Pivot to Positivity is a podcast about finding the good in life one moment at a time. Today's episode is about detachment and why it's important for manifesting. You ready? You still got the giggle fits? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, this is actually a very funny topic to be having right now. Um, mm. because I feel like when we record, I have these ideas in my head about how recording is supposed to go. I do too. And today is very much not going that way. Um, <laughs> I had like a maniacal Google fit for like 10 minutes, but, um, I just It was like- very cute. I'm going to edit it in, in like a blooper, like way. I'm no, going to figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that, you know, this is a really good episode to, um, because I feel like for me personally, I've been very like attached to things and concepts the past few weeks. Um, so this is what I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And you guys just get to hear it as a byproduct <laughs> of like, what I needed to hear. But did I need to hear this as well? You know, what's funny is even if I don't need it for the particular week, I will need it somewhere down the line. Right. Yeah. Like what our last episode that happened to both of us where like when we were recording, we were fine. And then we listened back and we were like, wow. I was editing and I I texted Mina and I was like, because we were both going through through issues with thinking about our futures in in particular. So I was editing the episode and I texted Mina and I was like, you know, we we kind of need to listen to this episode like quickly. So I need to edit this now because we need our own guidance. Which goes to show, you know, it really helps having somebody who's going through the same thing that you are. Yeah. Even if you are that somebody. Yeah. (laughs) But let's not get into the metaverse today. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we mean by detaching, because I feel like people are always talking about detach, detach, but they don't Mm -hmm. get like specific. So we wanted to talk about a few different ways to detach because I think that there are multiple ways that we kind of overly attach ourselves to things that we don't realize. And the first thing we wanted to talk about is detaching from outcomes. And when I said detaching from outcomes, I mean like thinking that you have to have a specific outcome in order to be happy. And that if you don't get that specific outcome, then, you know, you'll feel disappointed or like your life isn't, you know, isn't going to turn out the way you want or that you're you've somehow failed or something and there's a kind of handy way to think about this that's called package versus essence and we we're going to do a full episode on this right yeah it takes it's it's a length it's a lengthy topic that Mina and I could probably discuss all day because it is something that I mean to be honest we struggle with everything on this podcast right. love that for us but we struggle I think with this so specifically mm-hmm. um that it really lends itself to being a full episode because it is such a hefty topic but this is just a like a introduction yes so at its core package versus essence is basically looking at your goals and dreams and kind of distilling them to their core of what you really want. So the package of what you want may be a specific job at a specific company doing a specific task, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what you want. That's your dream is to have that job. Whereas the essence may be you really just want a job that you feel good at, where you feel challenged and you grow and you have a good boss and it has good salary. Mm -hmm. and benefits 
And that's what you really want. Mm-hmm. And would be, you might be happy, you know, just as happy at a different job that has all those qualities. But in your mind, you can't see that because all you see is this one specific role, this one specific job. Only at this one specific place. Yeah. Right. So it's just more about like basically kind of letting go of the reins a little bit and being open to your dreams not looking exactly how you want as long as they feel how you want them to feel. Yes. Which is very difficult for the both of us because we have some control issues with some things. Yes. And it's, it's funny too because like this isn't, I feel like there are, tend to be certain areas of our life where it's easier for us to like let go of the package and just yeah. like search for the essence. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas there are other areas, you know, where it's hard. Yeah. How is this important when it comes to manifesting it specifically? Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, it seems kind of obvious. Like once you learn about package versus essence, then you can see like, oh, okay, if I attach my joy to my life turning out one specific way and it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. then, you know, I'm, I'm going to maybe wallow. I may think, you know, I may suffer from regret and be living you know, years down the line thinking, oh, my life would have been good if I had just gotten that one job. Mm -hmm. When it was never the job, it was, you know, it was you and your, how you reacted to, you know, getting or not getting the job. And yeah, so I think it's just really important when you detach from outcomes, you were giving yourself the power back and realizing that that like circumstances don't dictate how you feel. Like you really dictate how you feel and that you can frame anything, you know, you can reframe anything. Yeah, I like that. And I think it's also important to realize you can't attach your joy to specific outcomes and things because we cannot control how things are going to turn out and anything can go wrong at any time or like anything can change. Things change, people change, Mm -hmm. we change. And I think that's why it's so important to not tie your happiness into very specific outcomes or situations or or expect it to go a certain way right because you can get it and Mm -hmm. maybe it turns out to not be what you thought it was or you can get it and maybe lose it you know Mm -hmm. and so we talked about that yeah, yeah we talked about it in a previous episode so it's just really important I think for your own Sanity. Sanity. I was going to say sanity. I was like, maybe other people aren't insane like me. Um, For your own sanity, your peace of mind, and your emotional well-being to, like, Mm -hmm. be able to, like, self-regulate. And, you know, it's not just outcomes, though, that I feel like people have to detach from. I think this is something um, that, Kawhi, you talk about a lot, like, detaching from habits, thought patterns, Mm -hmm. situations, like, basically things that don't serve you. Yeah. It lends itself to like Buddhist, Taoism, East Asian, South Asian religions with with the whole idea of letting go and detachment, because that's such a big part of so many of those religions, Mm -hmm. Hinduism and and other things as well. But it really is a good life philosophy too to let go of things that don't serve you, because then you give yourself, like you said, control back, you give yourself power back. And you also realize that your life is not determinant based on what happens or what doesn't happen. And I don't know, I think that's such, it's not an easy way to live because obviously it takes a lot of practice and a lot of work, but I think it's a peaceful way to live. It is. And it's, it's freeing, you know, even though it may be difficult in practice in the moment, 
Mm -hmm. Um, like overall like I think you have a more joy-filled life if you're able to like let go of those things because those things can also like holding on to them can keep you stagnant and they can keep you so distracted and so like caught up in you know the chaos of holding on to them that Mm -hmm. you like miss out on things that could be better for you because you're so scared to let go yeah we talk about that a lot where because we struggle with this concept i mean we even though we're telling you about this we we're only human we struggle with this as well and i think was i telling you about this or we were reminding each other this week with our own personal struggles that we have to let go of our very specific ideas about certain things Mm -hmm. not because those things won't won't happen for us but because if we tie ourselves to only one pathway then we may be missing all of the other amazing pathways laid out in the world for us right it's it's the idea that there really might be better in store for you like let's keep with the theme of optimism and not think that there's worse but what if the outcome that you want is sure it's great and it's what you want it's what you desire it has the package and the essence but what if something else has that as well but also additional surprises that you never dreamt of but that doesn't mean that they're not good for you mm-hmm. or it doesn't mean that it can't serve you to your highest good or help you grow or whatever and i think that that's really what detachment lends lends itself to when you give into it is just this you you get to experience so much of the world because you're not so locked into one specific outcome mm-hmm. and also too you know as much as i think that like most of us right this doesn't apply to every single person but mm-hmm. most of us we know what's best for ourselves you know more than anything and so we're like well you know of course, I want this to turn out exactly how I have it in my head. I know what's best for me. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> no, guilty as charged. Um, Same. <laughs> I am very much a know-it-all. But <laughs> I think what a lot of us fail to realize is just like the nature of our society and like what we have to do to to stay afloat. It really takes a toll on us and it can limit our imaginations. Mm. And, you know, some of us sometimes we can't even imagine, we can't even dream about all the awesomeness that the universe mm-hmm. and that life can bring to our, our doors. Yeah, it's true. Just because, it's, you know, maybe we're distracted or we're overwhelmed or we have all these responsibilities. And so Yeah. I it's just, so humbling too how the universe can can surprise you in that way. I can actually share an example of how I got better than what I actually tried to manifest. So I always tell people that I manifested my dog, Riley. I got her three months after my first dog, like my first ever dog passed away. And when I was looking for dogs, I kept saying, I want a combination of my first dog, my sister's dog, and I want her to be really sweet. And I want her to have her own personality and all of that. So if you know of my dog, she is exactly both my first dog, my sister's dog, and then the dog that I like those other qualities that I listed, but then so much more. She is more than I could have ever dreamt of because my imagination was limited. And I think that when you let go of control and you just kind of trust your instincts or you trust the universe and your intuition that it's going to bring you the things that you want and better, then it really does do that. And Riley is proof. (laughs) Yes. Such a queen. Yes, we love Riley. Little known fact, the only reason that Kawhi and I are friends is because I saw a picture of her and Riley 
on Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, they're so cute. I want to be friends with her. Really? I don't remember how we became friends, but I love that if if that's the real reason. <laughs> we have like mutual friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'd never talked to you directly. And I feel and like then you my, saw my dog. And, then, and I was like, oh my God, your dog's so cute. And we responded, she brought Thank us you. together. And now we're friends. Yes, I love it. Um, look at us now. Right, look at us. That Paul Rudd thing. <laughs> look at us. Thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. Um, so thank you, Riley. <laughs> yes, we love you, Riley. But no, that's such a good example, too, because I think a lot of times, like, we think if it's not exactly what we want, Mm -hmm. like, then, like I said, we won't like it or it won't be good for us or, you know, or we don't, we just don't trust. We don't think that there could be anything better because our imaginations, like, don't allow us to. So Mm -hmm. I just think, you know, it takes releasing control, which we'll talk about. And it takes also kind of checking your ego. And realizing that maybe you, your brain can't or hasn't, you know, explored every single possibility out there. To be honest, it can't. Right. Imagine, I, I can't remember who says it. Is it Mike Dooley? Or it's also like quantum physics, which is just the idea that there are multiple realities. And this is kind of unrelated and off topic, but maybe also related. I, res- I recently recommended a book. Yes, I do read, not LOA, <laughs> but I do read other books. Tamina, which was called The Midnight Library, which I'm not going to give it away, but a lot of it is exploring the possibilities of multiple lives. And the reality is, is that there are so many different lives that you could you can have at any time. And as soon as you let go of this idea that this is what it should be, that's a, you open yourself up to so many different possibilities. It's funny that you bring that up because I've been thinking about that book the whole time we were recording. Really? Yeah. And I was just like <laughs> waiting for like a place to like plug it. Yes. Here you come. Like, it's, 7G. it's a great book. 7G, 7G always. <laughs> They're not going to know what that is. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Sorry. It's that is an inside joke between me and Nina because we are always truly very connected and have the same thoughts. We, by the way, for those of you who don't know, we don't live near each other. We record this podcast in completely different states. So we always talk to each other every day, but we are not like physically with each other. But that doesn't stop us from having the same thoughts. We're always on the same like brainwave pattern. I don't know. I think she like hacked my phone. She <laughs> reads my mind. Telepathy, it's in- that's what it yeah, is. it's it's honestly insane how how connected we are so we always anytime she and i share the same thoughts we're just like oh 7g (laughs) but yes plug the book the midnight library (laughs) by by matt someone Matt, Um, my bad it's h-a-i-g i I don't know how to pronounce that but that's what it is it's a lovely book i'm sorry i can't pronounce or remember his name but i know it's matt it's it's good and it's it's good for people who like suffer with regret a lot i think Mm, yes that's such a big theme of the book and it's good about like you know releasing control and i think it's interesting because releasing control actually gives you more control over your life oh i like that you know i know that sounds like it doesn't make sense but hear me out this goes back (laughs) to (laughs) no it does i like that because i i I see where you're going yeah this kind of goes back to our taking episode about taking action right So when you release control and when you realize that you don't have to constantly be thinking and worrying and plotting 
to get to this destination and you just kind of step back and let yourself try new things live in the moment take advantage of take advantage of opportunities as they come even if you didn't anticipate them before you know if you've let go of the need to like steer yourself in this one very specific direction then you can off also like you can get there faster and you can also like kind of like open up all these different portals and these different paths that like we've said before like may you may like and may lead you to somewhere that's even better than where you were initially kind of forcing your life to go Mm -hmm. so it kind of gives you more like options if that makes sense it does i think control is rooted in so many things yeah and you've touched on this before a lot which is just a lack of faith like maybe in yourself in the universe in in your abilities in how how resilient you are as a person and how how you may be able to take disappointments maybe sometimes Mm -hmm. and also just how you may be able to face life you may not get what you wanted but what if you get something better this touches back to our optimism episode which is that sometimes we can also be like afraid i think of the fact that there might be better out there Mm -hmm. because to have so many great things is a scary scary thought because what if that gets taken away from you overnight yeah and i think like you said like you just have to have faith in your resilience and you have to have faith in knowing that whatever comes to you you will be able to handle it and i i actually like literally said this on the phone to Kawhi the other day i need to start having more faith in my future self that she can do what she needs to do exactly because i've been struggling with that and kind of like having faith in like what i can do and what i can handle and i realized like i've handled some pretty gnarly things yeah gnarly who says that (laughs) suddenly you're from california i love that for you (laughs) anyway (laughs) she owns like a surf shop cute (laughs) yes um but no i've handled some pretty like in you know intense things in the past and like you have come through fine so like why don't i trust that future me can do the same yeah i think a lot of us are guilty of doing that i mean i know i do it for sure and when i get out of that funk i have to remind myself that not that i've been through worse but it's it's that moment where when you're down bad you always think i'm i'm never gonna get out of here Mm -hmm. and then one day you do most times most of us do barring extreme circumstances most times most of us really do push through and get through it. I don't know how necessarily I I can count on my, I can count on my hand that most times it's because of my support system, my friends, my family, Mm -hmm. but also the human will to get past things is really kind of amazing when you think about it. You know, you can have the worst day of your life, maybe at work, like cry, break down. But do you know how many people I know who do that and then just return to work and power through it i admire that so much and i think that i'm sure i've done that before and i'm sure you have as well where we just power through things we can get through a lot more than i think we give ourselves credit for right and honestly that's the nature of like life you know i this is not the point of this episode (laughs) (laughs) but y'all are used to that by now hopefully yeah we our brains kind of float all over the place but I've like been spiraling a lot over like the meaning of life or whatever and like what it means to be human and all that jazz, you know, because mm-hmm. my brain likes doing that. 
Don't know why, but it does. And then I'm like, you know, realize that everything is temporary and that mm-hmm. the journey is the point, maybe, you know, maybe mm-hmm. seeking joy is the point. And, you know, that I can't like hyperfixate on finding like one set of things or one definition of the meaning of life because as I go through the journey the meaning will change for and also the meaning is different for everyone so I just I really like having like clear-cut definitions like that's I love that but I'm realizing that that's just not like that's not how life works Mm -hmm. and so I don't know if anybody's existence has any greater meaning but yeah while we're D- living. didn't you text me you were like what is the meaning of life and I said I sadly think that the meaning of life is to live yeah you did <laughs> and I was like well I won't say I, I was like podcast. unfortunate I said unfortunately <laughs> I said unfortunately I really think that yeah. we're just here to live sometimes that's the point and for people who think a lot like Bina and myself <laughs> that can be really difficult because then it's like okay but how right like, tell me how, what why why what purpose like where, yeah when you know, where where do we like, go when we all fall asleep so. yeah like if we ever got up to heaven's gate god would kick us down and be like you asked way too many questions <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> try again ask less questions not this time. is it every is it everyday thinking you're up in heaven like shut up <laughs> right we need a head empty era <laughs> we do <laughs> but Um, back to the (laughs) yeah looping back to that why is detachment important and in specifics to manifestation whenever we talk about manifestation i'm always going to go back to the vibe thing Mm -hmm. um if you don't believe in vibes then just i don't know ignore me skip this part skip this part but basically like how you feel puts out a vibration and then that's what you attract so if you are so attached that you're feeling like desperate or having anxiety or just constant worry, which usually comes with overattachment, then you're putting out energy that is basically saying like, hey, send me more things to worry about, be anxious about, you know, be nervous about. Or it could also, we've talked about this before, but like put you in a place where you're not able to receive what's on its way to you, like the good Mm -hmm. things that are on the way to you because you're just not checking for it. You're yeah. looking for it to be in a specific package and it's not, yes. you know, or so you may kind of like, I don't know. I go, I, I know people say, you know, what's meant for you is for you and will always come to you. And part of me finds comfort in that, but also part of me doesn't believe it fully <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, if I'm not ready for it, you know, even mm. if it is meant for me. If I'm not ready for it and I never do the work to get ready for it, then it's Ooh. just, you know, it'll just go and maybe it'll find its way to me in some different reality, but mm. it won't be for me in this current reality in which we live. Yeah, I think we briefly talked about that maybe in the optimism episode where mm-hmm. we mentioned Liz Gilbert and her analogy for inspiration and mm-hmm. how you like have to grab it by the tail. And I think that that applies here too in the sense that if you're not ready to receive something, you may be always grabbing it by the tail or just missing it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of agree with that. Like, I love the comforting thought that what's meant for you is not going to pass you. But I also think that it's a humble admittance or a humbling admittance to say, if you're not, if you yourself have not done the work to receive what you want or what you asked for, then it may just pass you. Not necessarily forever. Maybe it'll come back to you 
months down the line or a year down the line, but it may not come to you exactly when you want it. Or how you want it. Yeah. So there's that. But then also too, I think even more important, because I think manifestation is fun and it's exciting, especially- And it's hard. Right. It can be hard, (laughs) but it can be fun and exciting when you see things, you know, or when you have experiences and stuff coming into your life. Absolutely. But I, I feel like this podcast is not just about manifesting. It's also just about like living a life where you feel better, mm-hmm. whether you're yeah. actively manifesting specific things or not. Yeah. And I think that, you know, clinging to specific outcomes keeps you mentally and emotionally tied to realities and goals or habits or whatever that may not be the ones that are best for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know what? I can tie this back to my story about Riley. So initially when I was looking for a new dog, I wanted a Yorkie. And I was, I told my sister, I was like, I want a Yorkie. I don't want any other dog. I just want a Yorkie. Could you imagine me with a Yorkie instead of Riley? No. Right. And eventually because it got so hard to find a Yorkie and like, I wasn't feeling any of the puppies that I had saw were right for me. I eventually just let it go. And I told my sister, I'm open to any puppy as long as it's adopting and I'm rescuing and they're sweet and you know they have all the qualities that I listed where their personality is like my first dog her dog and then like a sweet dog but with its own personality as well and then I saw this posting from this local beagle rescue and there were like eight puppies I think and Riley was one of them and she was the only girl who did not have an adoption like placed for her yet nobody had filled out any papers for her because she was meant to be mine obviously (laughs) but I read her but I read her little description and I remember vividly that her description said that she liked to play with her water bowl and you know who else also liked to play with her water bowl my first dog so I took that as a sign that that was the puppy that was meant for me my sister was the one who filled out the adoption papers because I was mentally not in like a place where I could function at all at that time I was still grieving but I always think about that like what if I had gone with the Yorkie Yorkies are notoriously very tough dogs to train because they're kind of yappy and they're divas and I'm sure that there are sweet Yorkies out there I know of them but I don't think that that would have been the right reality for me or the best outcome like Riley is the perfect dog for me if you know her personality She's insane, kind of like me, but she's also like the sweetest, sweetest dog. So I think once you let go of realities that you're very tied to, you definitely can open yourself up to way better. Right. And also maybe the reality or the goal or the outcome that you want will turn out being, turn out to be the one that is best for you and it will come to you, but you're kind of holding yourself away from it if you're approaching it with all this anxious energy, mm-hmm. you know? So I think you just have to have trust. And we'll talk about this, um, about a technique to help you get there, mm-hmm. baby steps. But I, yeah. I just want to make one more point before we do that. Over-attachment to things, outcomes, habits, behaviors, it creates anxious energy, like I said. It doesn't feel good. And it also encourages worrying, at least for me, mm-hmm. because then I worry about how I'm going to get there, when I or if I'm at a place where I can't see a path to where I want to be or to a path to the thing I want or the experience that I want, then I start mm-hmm. feeling anxious because I'm like, oh, well, I'm never gonna get there. I don't. I just I get very caught up in like the how, 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 and maybe miss out on opportunities that could get me there 
that just aren't how I think I should be getting there, you know? Mm-hmm. Because there are many paths to destinations that um, upon first glance, you may think, how on earth does, you know, what does this have to do with the price of tea in China, right? <laughs> and then lo and behold, it's kind of led you on the road. <laughs> I love your your analogies. Remember that one you told me about like, dish water or whatever oh, don't on a baby. The baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, I was like, what on earth? <laughs> what kind of like grandmother saying like you know that Nina was just raised by her grandmother. <laughs> yes, but no, it's true. Like you think like you may not see how it connects, but and then you realize, you know, that this there was a purpose t- to everything all along and that you were on the path that you're on is the path that you're on, you know. Yeah. And it's the one that you're meant to be on. So I think Yes, that's it. That's another um, prevalent theme in the Midnight Library. As the, you know, lead non-reader reader reader (laughs) of this uh, particular podcast, I really do recommend that book to anybody who is looking for something new to read, but also likes books that have strong messages about life and teaches you a lesson. If you like those kinds of books, you will really like the Midnight Library. Come through second lead reader. Exactly. But no, <laughs> I don't. I mean, you guys, I I read not. I mean, I read fiction books, but I don't read like LOA books ever. I just can't. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But honestly, brain... reading fiction is really good for you. Like it's really good for your expanding your imagination. Yeah. And, and you know, I love and stuff. So. I love to imagine all day, every day. <laughs> but yes. Maybe a little too much. <laughs> That's a conversation for another week, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, no. But no. I, <laughs> it's true. Sorry, this is off topic. But I'm going to start reading more fiction because I I started reading a different book that you recommended me, A Man Called of O-V-E. O-V-E. I thought it was O-V-E. I just say O-V-E because I don't know how to read okay. his name. I, I, when I read it in my head, it, I, my mind pronounced it as O-V-E, but then logically I'm like... Is the author trying to make a point that like he doesn't have love, so the L is gone, so it's of ah. instead of love? I don't know. Maybe you're you're my, on your English teacher <laughs> interpretation. My, my brain, my brain just does things sometimes. Oh, I and love that. I'm just along for the ride, honestly. Um, but yeah. <laughs> You guys are really seeing how our brains, like this is an everyday conversation with me and Mina. Yeah. It goes from one topic to another topic to another topic. And then we'll eventually after eight or so get back to what we were originally talking about. So as we do that, let me hit you with the baby steps that Mina was talking about earlier, which is very simple. And I can't remember who we learned this from. I can't remember if we learned this from Jennifer Bailey or Mike Dooley. I think it was Mike. Okay. It is very simple, and this is the way to detaching yourself from things. You say to yourself, this or better. Simple as that. (laughs) You can have desired outcomes, and you can have things that you want. We're not telling you to completely abandon your dreams or the things that you desire Mm -hmm. in life. But what we are saying is let go of how attached you are to those things. You tell yourself, I will accept this dream that I still have or 
make room for something better. And hopefully that will give you peace of mind like it does for us sometimes Mm -hmm. because it really is a nice reminder that you can still have what you want, but you're also giving the universe some wiggle room to work some magic for you. Yeah. And you're also like doing some prep work for yourself mentally to where if the thing that, you know, if the way your manifestation appears is different than how you pictured it, you'll you won't automatically think oh well this is like less than what i wanted or it's worse than what i wanted Mm -hmm. you'll think oh this must be better than what Mm -hmm. i originally wanted because i told the universe i wanted that thing or better so if this is what came to me then clearly this is better yeah it's a very optimistic way of thinking because you're still allowing yourself to have what you want but you're also not so fixated on that only yeah and that's honestly like we talk about it all the time and i was reading something maybe the midnight library probably it was probably that (laughs) um about how you know life isn't about what you look at it's about what you see Mm. and yeah if you just see the things that come to you as like okay this it you know if it's not exactly how you pictured it then you say okay well i'm looking at this and choosing to believe that this is better than what i originally thought i wanted you know Mm -hmm. and when you approach it and you give it that Or even you don't even have to say this is better. You say this could be better, you know, if you want to be skeptical like me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love skepticism. (laughs) Um, But if you approach it from that way, then you're like, at least you're coaching yourself to give it a shot. Yeah, I love that. You know, I'm not going to shut this down right away. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try to enjoy it. And usually if you try to enjoy something, like obviously some things, you know, you don't, but for most times for me if I like actively try to enjoy something then I'll find something about it to enjoy yeah definitely but yeah so this or better and like Kawhi said it's not that specificity is bad specificity actually is good for like visualizing you know and getting yourself Mm -hmm. in that headspace but then what you want to do when you visualize is say okay the feelings that I'm feeling now you know the excitement and the thrill that I feel thinking about living this lifestyle or having this thing, these feelings, this is what I want. I want these feelings or something better, something that gives me these feelings or better feelings. Exactly. So I think focus on the feeling and stick to this or better. That way you don't have to give up all your dreams and have an existential crisis. Mm-hmm. Like you can still <laughs> have your dreams, but just leave that wiggle room. And I think that you will be surprised by what comes into your life absolutely all right so we want to head to closing thoughts this was a fun episode i feel like this was a fun episode all right nina what are our closing thoughts for this episode by the way i mentally call this our carry outro you know how in sex in the city carry always like pontificates this is our this is our time to pontificate this is our carry outro so what are our closing thoughts for this episode closing thoughts for this episode are to let go step back and realize that there are so many possibilities there are so many avenues for joy and happiness in this life and when you cling to one specific idea and shun the rest you're really doing yourself a disservice and that doesn't mean that you can't have dreams or can't have specific goals but just be be kind to yourself be patient be kind to the universe and just know that whatever is coming to you it's what's what's best for you don't worry too much don't feel like you have to be in control of everything just know that if you let go of the reins a little bit the what the ride that comes after that 
is quite sensational. I love that. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pivot to Positivity. We look forward to continuing to share our LOA journey with you. Bye. Bye. we're doing this (laughs) (laughs) so like insane and we're like guiding people